Andy, thank you for letting us in your home to have no a chat problem. about what's going on in the footballing world. I was going to say Premier League, but it's everything <laughs> this week. Um, last weekend, Pep Guardiola accused Mane of diving. Early signs of feeling the nerves about the gap there? A bit of, bit of a niggle? I, I don't think there's any nerves about that. He'll be very conscious and very aware of how good Liverpool have been at the beginning of the season. Mm. And I think what these coaches do, and Fergie was a master of it, when he, when he was in his pomp at, at Manchester United of just putting a little seed of doubt and it's not about Liverpool and it's not about Manny do you know who it's for Nicky? it's for oh. the referee oh, right. it's for the officials who are going to be there he's just putting a little seed into their mind yeah, Manny might be a bit of a diver the same as Salah last year mm. he was accused of doing the same going to the ground far too easily and I think it just puts a little bit of seed of doubt into the officials' minds just to keep an eye on them and maybe don't blow your whistle as quickly if it's Manny who falls down. So I think no more than that, being slightly naughty, but it's the things that happen at top, top level. Listen, Klopp will have a little go, already has, yeah, yeah. about the tactical fouling. Same thing, quid pro quo. It's all been very, <laughs> very civilised up to this so point, far. so I enjoy a bit of an, a little bit of a yeah. dig. Uh, Von Bronckhurst has been involved with the club at City and have reportedly been moulded mm -hmm. to be the next the next manager mm -hmm. there. Do you expect Pep Guardiola to be there next season? That's a that's a massive question. I know there's a lot of people in the game who I talk to um, who think if he if he can win the Champions League with Man City this season, mm -hmm. that he might call it a day right. because they're grooming Van Bronckhurst, as you say. I hope they are grooming Van Bronckhurst, by the way, because if they are, I want Everton to go and get Mikel Arteta mm. and get him back there. <laughs> That's just As another manager. one. Why not? Yeah. Why not? I think it'd be great. But I think where Pep's concerned, if he, uh, there's a lot of people who have that school of thought. And I, I think, so what would he do then? He's managed the best team in Spain, did everything. Managed the best team in Germany, but didn't quite get the Champions League that he wanted. Mm. He's been managing the best team in England for the last three years. So where does he go? Where is he not being Italy? Does he, does he really fancy Italy? It could only be Juventus, I would mm. guess. Could only be. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's got everything he wanted at Manchester City. That they've, they've built that club from before he arrived, getting it ready for him arriving. He's had everything he wanted there. All the things that he's asked for, he's had. The only thing that's eluded him is Champions League. I tend to go along with the guys. I think if they win the Champions League, I think that City would be really worried that he walked next summer. It's early in the season, but what does the fixture at the weekend mean for the title race? If um, Liverpool win it? If Liverpool win it, it's a, it's a gap, but it's no more than that. And um, these games are always strange. Um, you go and play your, your, your biggest rival and you think, if we win it and we stretch a lead, City win it, they crunch the league the lead they could bring Liverpool closer to them but does it really mean an awful lot um, it's, it's more important I think at the weekend for Manchester City than as for Liverpool right now mm. um, because Liverpool have the lead then it's not so much for them it's not such a big deal if they want to lose the game or draw the game they take a draw probably but for City they'll be very conscious that Liverpool right now they're digging out results without being at their brilliant best mm. you know the last five or six weeks there have been signs that they're just getting over the line in certain games but they're doing it they're getting over the line and that's the important thing mm. so if they were to stretch the lead again at the weekend um, City might get twitchy
definitely entertaining last weekend oh, uh, with the game against Southampton and, mm. and Liverpool against Villa. Yeah. It was, it was all up in the air, wasn't it? It was brilliant. Uh, ben Chilwell, Wilfred Zaha, Nathan Aki, all being linked with moves to Chelsea if that January transfer <laughs> wow. ban is, is lifted. <coughs> Firstly, Ben Chilwell, do you think he would be a, a good fit at Chelsea? I think Ben Chilwell's a terrific player. Um, I like what he's done. Uh, I, I like the way he's come in. Um, you know, Christian Fuchs, who played in the Championship when he said was a pretty good player mm. at Leicester and still is. Yeah. And yet he can't get anywhere near the team now with Chilwell being there. And I think that um, that's a measure of how good the kid has done. So he's obviously left backs. It's a, it's a strange position in a lot of ways. If you look through the whole, if I was to say you named the best left backs in the Premier League, you'd probably go Andrew Robertson. And then you might go Ben Chilwell. Mm. You just might when you look around. There aren't that many around there, Nicky, so I'm not surprised at that. Wolf has obviously been touted out and was very disappointed he didn't get his move in the summer to Arsenal. He really wanted a move, he didn't get it. I tend to think it'll come in the next six or seven months, mm -hmm. if not January. He's definitely, got a, he's got a new agent summer. to make it happen, hasn't definitely he? Definitely the summer. Um, and, and I expect Chelsea to be going nibbling mm -hmm. and, and, and looking at players and trying to get them in. Whether they go for Nathan Ake, I don't know because... Um, you know, in Tomori and, and in Zuma, they've got two centre-backs who are playing incredibly well, young players. You know, he was waxing lyrical about Zuma's performance in Amsterdam against Ajax. Mm. Frank was, saying how well he had played and how good he was. Um, so would he bring another one in um, when he's always got Christiansen then anyway? Um, I don't know, but definitely if they, if they, if they lift the, the transfer embargo on, on Chelsea, Frank will go out and spend a few ball, that's yeah. a certainty. Yeah, they've got a buyback clause mm. with Aki for mm. 40 mil, I think. Oh. But <laughs> I know, bargain. Um, Rude Hollett, when, was, when I asked him about this yesterday on Being Sports Twitter mm -hmm. page, said he wouldn't spend a penny, he wouldn't disrupt this flow that's happening at Chelsea and, and this, this team. What do you think about that? I, I understand where he's coming from, um, Rude. He's, they've got some good young players, but I, I honestly believe that the time to strengthen is when you're powerful. Mm. It's not when you're weak and your team are struggling. The time to attract players to a club is when the club is winning things, when the club is playing really well. People want to go and play for you. Now, Frank's got a wonderful opportunity. His reputation is there for all we see. He's a fantastic lad. Um, his team are playing really well, really well. But, you know, I watched them against Ajax again in midweek there. And until the sending's off, they were second best. Yeah. Ajax were terrific again, absolutely terrific. So there's still some work to do. So I would never say don't buy, don't upset it. No, if you've got good young kids, yes, but they need a, they'll need a breather at some time in the season as well. You, you need to have a good group of people coming in and you need some good pros. If a good player comes available, my advice would be to Frank, if you get a chance and he can make you better, buy him. Steve McManaman, in an exclusive with being this week, said Manchester United are unrecognisable. Do you agree? They're unrecognisable from the, the, the teams that Alec Ferguson built, yes, totally unrecognisable. Um, I, I, I look at teams, I look at, you know, you, let's say City, I look at City and I know what they're trying to do. I know the way they play, I know what they, they like to go about a game. I look at Liverpool and I see a totally different way, but I know what they're trying to do. I know what Klopp is, is trying to build and has built. I look at Manchester United and what Chelsea do. Even Frank's only been there a couple of months, but we know how they play, we know how they like to play. But I look at Ollie's team, and I don't know what they are. We were told they were going to be uh, in-your-face, high-press team. 
but also counter-attack. Well, you can't do both. Mm. You can't be a high-press team and also be a great counter-attack team. You're, you're, you're kind of one or the other. Um, and I don't know whether they've just lost their way a little bit and trying to get these young players, some of the young players and the older players, to, to buy into what they're trying to do. But right now, Nicky, I, I think they, I agree with, with, with Steve. It's, it's a, a team that's playing a type of football that it's, it's not recognisable yeah. as a Manchester United team. It really isn't. And I have no idea where they go. I mean, you and I have sat here over, for over mm -hmm. 12 months and I, I said at the time I thought it was a mistake. I thought they needed somebody more experienced, uh, with more knowledge. To, to go in there and shake a few personalities and mm. egos and get the team going again. I don't think they've done that. I don't think they've done that. As I've said all along, I hope Wally's a success. I just don't see it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see the calibre of player they attract they in contrast mm. to the likes of Chelsea. Um, at Arsenal, the ongoing saga, Jacques has been stripped of the captaincy mm. officially. Is that good management from Unai Emery? I think he had to do something, Nicky, mm. um, because there was so much, and you know, you know, in the, the, the world of social media, a small problem can be magnified a hundredfold if it gets into the social media and one criticism becomes ten, becomes a hundred, becomes a thousand, becomes half a million. It's, it's the way it goes. And he would probably ten years ago not bother stripping him. He would have probably just dealt with played him privately. Him wolves, probably. Yeah, probably and played him, him again and says, you know, he's back, he's there. But such was the clamour for, from Arsenal fans about getting rid of the caps because of what he did. Uh, his actions that I think Unai Emery was left with no choice but to do something um, getting rid of him as a player no why would you do that everyone makes mistakes in a football career um, everyone loses their head everyone gets upset look at Sadio Mane when he walked off against Burnley recently stomping off and he's in a bad mood do you think they'd get rid of him because of that not a chance so he's probably had to do something he's done the right thing I think he'll they'll embrace him I like the way the players have surrounded him and come out and supported him as well that's a good sign so I think that he'll settle down, give him a couple of weeks. I said to you one people before, if I was giving him any advice, it would be the social media that he's criticising, get off it for a while. Don't do it. I mean, this is what baffles me. Players don't need to no. be on no. social media. They don't. they don't need to. No. He talked about the abuse that he took, and it, it's awful, and, and it's horrible the way that mm -hmm. fans are treating players. Mm -hmm. But they don't need to be on it. They can avoid it. Come off it, Nick. It's easy. <laughs> The, the, the guy is a, is a multi-millionaire, you know, his family are set up for life, he's playing football at a wonderful club, you know, if, you, if social media is abusing you, come off it, it's totally unacceptable the abuse he's had, but come off it, don't leave yourself open, or your family, take your family off it for a month, for two months, for six months, just come off it and enjoy your life. Seems to be more cons for players than there are pros yeah, and being on Twitter. Um, Abamyang has been named the, the new captain. You mentioned maybe Hexa Bellerin. Do strikers make good captains? I, I don't know about when you were playing, but is, <laughs> is that uh, when you're at that end of the pitch and you're the guy who's, who's given the job to score mm -hmm. the goals, is that an unwanted distraction to be telling your defender what to do? And um, it depends on, on the makeup of the, of the professional. I mean, ask Alan Shearer, he'll tell you centre forwards make great captains. Okay, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That would be Big Al. Yeah. He made a great captain, so he tells us. And, and loved being captain for England and for Newcastle. Didn't affect Alan at all. So you need to be a big personality to mm. cope with that if you're a centre forward. He is Obama Young. He's a massive personality. I think it's something he might enjoy. And he's the type of person, because he's there, and he's the big man. You see, that's why I, I talk to Mad Make Hurricane captain. 
But without a doubt, I knew Lloris has been, was captain up until his injury. But I would just say, you know, who's my best player? Harry Kane. Who sets the best examples? Harry Kane. I'd make him captain. I really would. So I think Aubameyang will enjoy it. I don't think it'll phase him. I don't think it'll affect him. And I think the other players will go, mm, yeah, that's, that's not a bad shout, that. Because mm. if he tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah, lead by example. Mm. Arsene Wenger was in our Arabic studios mm. last night and he threw his hat in the ring for the Bayern Munich job. Wow. Would he be a good fit at that club? Probably for me. Mm. I know Arsene is desperate to get back in. Uh, I can feel him sitting behind the desk mm -hmm. at BN Sports and, and he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> and, uh, and this UEFA job that he's, that he's got, he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. He wants to be out there on the training pitch, still giving it. He's, he said when Richard and I interviewed him some months ago that he had so much knowledge that he wanted to impart that on young players and, he, and that's what he still wants to do. I think he would be like a Yip Hankies type of coach. Experienced, um, would command respect as soon as he walked in mm. because you need to be a big personality to go into Bayern Munich. There are so many people you have to deal with, you know, ex-players, um, behind the scenes, um, people who run the club behind the scenes are so powerful that the coach has to be like a Guardiola, has to be like a Mourinho, has to be like a Wenger for me. Mm. I'm not surprised that Kovac gets swallowed up by that club. It's a really big club too. And not only that, the players are big personalities, yeah. massive personalities. You need someone to cope. So I think if they haven't got anyone, they could do a whole lot worse, Nicky. And calling Arsene Wenger. It seems like a, a really ideal fit, doesn't it? And he, he, like you say, just mm -hmm. has presence he when does. he walks into and the, the room. The way he, the way he wants Wenger. to play football will be music to Bayern Munich's ears. Mm. You know, it, and what he's achieved and everything. It would be, it would be a great shout. But uh, again, I know the the young kid from RB Leipzig is attracting attention mm. as well. So we'll I wait and see so. on that. It was absolutely awful. I was watching you guys do mm. um, the Everton Spurs game at the weekend and. I couldn't get over that injury. It's the mm. one that stayed with you for a while. However, was it all about Son and about Atkinson and that decision? And and has it? Should this incident just be about one man and his injury? It, it became the following days, even today. Mm. It became so much about others. Yeah. Was that? Did that sit well in your opinion? Um, it was. A, it was a strange one. I don't think Martin Atkinson handled it brilliantly. Mm. I have to say, I really don't. Um, when it happened, I thought, wow, I didn't see it happen. Obviously, I didn't want to see it happen after that. And I'm, I'm, I'm pleased that we didn't see it. Um, and I, did, I think that, you know, I'm not surprised Son's red card has been rescinded. That, that, was, that was always going to happen for me. Mm. Son made a foul, but the consequences of that were horrendous. No one could have imagined, Nicky. No one could have foreseen. Um, and then it became about Son was being... Battered. I'm sure he got hammered in the social media again mm -hmm. talking about social mm -hmm. media I bet he got hammered that night in the social media and you could see on the pitch how distraught oh, the kid yeah. was I think he would have taken him off Pochettino I, anyway. I don't think he cared what card yeah. that was what colour it was I think he would have taken him off anyway yeah. he would have got him right off and you could see Ori was, was, was really upset and we're all wondering why is Ori the same and it was because obviously he crashed into Ori mm. when he, and he's, as he was running through and that was the thing that, that, that smashed the ankle um, but I don't think the referee handled it great at all. Um, it's another example of, of, of that VAR not being used in the proper way. And, and, and I think what we've got at the end is, and what we should remember is, 
that we've got a, a, a talented footballer who's who we hope will make a full recovery and be back playing for Everton sooner rather than later. But it was a horrific accident. Um, there's not really anyone to blame. I mean, I, I guess Everton well, well, if he hadn't tripped him, this wouldn't have happened. But then again, how far back do you go? Right. You know, if the goalie hadn't thrown the ball mm -hmm. out two minutes earlier in the wrong place, it might not have happened. So I don't think we should batter Son. I don't think Sean should be battered for this. Um, you could see how upset he was. And he's, he's never been like that. He's been a fantastic attribute to the Premier League. Mm. Um, but everyone's thoughts should be with Andre Gomez and, and his recovery. And I hope he does make a full recovery. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a few little bits here. Let's have a look at the debate. Do managers complain about fixture congestion too much? Only the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, for them, it, it's yeah. really congested. Only the best ones, Nicky, and, and that's because they qualify for everything. They, they end up going deep into cup competitions. And I understand where they're coming from, but that is the price of success. If you want to win everything, then you're going to have to compete in everything. Now, I know that Liverpool's case this coming month in December is, is, is different mm. and unique. Um, but what do you want to do? You, you know, I, I, the one thing I did like about Clark, he said, you know, we have a, we have an opportunity to win the, the World Club Championship. How many times have we played for that? Not many. How many times do you get a chance to play for it? Only if you win the Champions League. That doesn't come along every year, <laughs> so we have to take it. The problem they've got, they've gone deep into the League Cup. Yeah. So the League Cup has, has got to be played. Can't be played in January. There are no spare midweeks. So it has to be played there. But... You know, it's one of those strange ones that you have to get on with. United had it many years ago when they, they opted out of the FA Cup mm. to play in this tournament in the January, I think it was then. And, and they missed the FA Cup because of the World Club Championship. So you, unless you know you're going to go out of the League Cup, then Liverpool would have known there was a possibility mm. this could happen. Um, and I think Klopp's right to deal with it the way he has. They'll play two teams, uh, one against Villa, and Villa will be absolutely delighted if they're mm. going to play a second string. It won't be easy. Mm. You know, be by no means easy, but it will give Villa a wonderful opportunity to get to a semi-final. But you know, it's right that Klopp's focus should be on here in Qatar with the World Club Championship because it would be a wonderful tournament for Liverpool to win. Will he prioritise the tournament here yes. in Qatar? Hundred percent. Yeah. All these big boys, without a shadow of a doubt, I don't think there's any any of his of his big team. Um, Van Dijk will be here. Robertson will be here. Trent Alexander-Arnold will be here. Uh, Alisson will be here Vinaldum, Henderson, Fabinho Mar Mani, Salah, Firmino they'll For all me, be here because the likes of Mane the likes of well, Mohamed Salah is, is God in this region mm -hmm. the, there's no footballer worship like mm -hmm. he is um, my big fear was that perhaps he would leave him back at home. You no. think he's, he's definitely 100% coming? No, I, I, I can't believe he would leave him. Why would he leave them all at home? And, and as a footballer if, he came here, if you're Mohamed Salah and the boss comes in and says, listen, I'm just going to leave you, you here to play in the, the League Cup's quarter-final. Yeah. Sorry? You what, boss? No, no, no. no. I've got to play in the championship. I've got to play in the World Club Championship. I just don't think English clubs take this competition as seriously oh, as Klopp South is. American. Klopp is. You think Klopp he's will, up for it? Klopp will definitely take this serious. Listen, he'll want to get to the... the, 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 the there's priorities in Klopp's life as well. The, the, the League Cup's been great for him to play his young kids mm. and give them some experience and they've done brilliantly for him. Mm. You know, but I expect that team that plays Aston Villa to be a second, purely a second string team or players coming back from injury who need games. 
the team that comes here, the 17 players that come to Qatar, I think will be genuine first team regular Liverpool players. Good, that's what we want mm. to see. I do feel though when, when managers talk about fixture congestion, especially around Christmas, it gets a bit tiring for it me. Does. Because they paid millions and millions of pounds. Yeah, get on with it. And the fans are the ones, they're not earning money, they're spending mm -hmm. money and they're travelling up and down the country. Do you think they just need to tune in a little bit at times with the fan base? I think they do. I mean, as I said, well, I haven't heard much this year, apart from Jürgen. It's um, early, though. <laughs> it's early, and we're not quite in December yet, so obviously that will start to come. But, you know, the, 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 the Premier League is unique. It's unique in the way it's played, and that's why... I won't go into it, but that's why VAR is, 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 is making the Premier League a different league. But it's there because people love the fast, non-stop, all-action football that, that's mm -hmm. there. They also love the competitiveness of it. And they also love the fact that it's played over Christmas and New Year when most other countries don't play the football. And, and, it, and fans flock to it back in the UK. They flock to watching Premier League football over mm -hmm. Christmas, New Year, because it's a tra tradition that's been in there from as long as I can remember and, and longer. And, and fans love it. So we have to give them it. And, and players have to understand, and coaches, not players, I think coaches have to understand that that's what it is. Yeah. It's always a foreign coach that comes here and he's never sampled it before. And when Guardiola first came, he was the same. Mm -hmm. he, what? We played, what, three games in four days at Christmas? Mm -hmm. Five days? Yes. You crazy? No, no, we've always done that. Mm. And I think they get used to it. And there's less from Pep now and there's less from Jurgen. But um, Liverpool's case this year is unique. Yeah. It is unique. It's tough, isn't it? Especially for the players. Mm, it is tough. Got to sympathise with the players. Yes. All right. Um, I'm going to throw something at you, which I should have mentioned before this interview. <laughs> a Liverpool City best 11. Should we? Do you want to like take, oh, wow. take a couple of minutes? Or get no, no, bit? let's go. He's Liverpool <laughs> City first 11. Yeah. Who, wow. Do you want to start at the back? or? Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. Who are you um, going up in goal? Goalkeeper. Goal. Uh, oh, there's nothing between them. Once played a bit more this season because of injury, I suppose. Yeah, I'd probably go with the with with um, Edison. Edison, yeah. Yeah. Probably go with Edison. Right back would be Trent Alexander Arnold. Trent gets the nod. Centre backs, I, I, I'm you know with City the problems they've had. Mm. I mean, you've got to go Van Dyke, surely. You've got to go Van Dyke, and and I have to be honest, you know, with the injuries that they've had at centre back, I've got to go with Matip as well. And then you left back, what about Robertson. your boy? Yeah, yeah, so you're going all Liverpool in defence. See, I'm not surprised at that, though, Nicky. I'm not surprised at that. Now, midfield, now there you go. Yeah, this is tricky. My midfield would be uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Mm -hmm. Three in midfield Kevin De Bruyne, right? Um, Rodri, central. Oh, and really? David Silva, left to three. And that's it. Okay, you've got right, three. And then my front three. Okay. Now it gets interesting. That's tricky. Well, it's, it is tricky in many ways. Um, and a lot of this is, is purely personal and it will depend. Liverpool fans would obviously pick their front three. Mm. And I think that um, uh, City fans would probably pick their front three. And you get, you get right and wrong for both. What I would do, okay, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to pick, because I love them, and I think he's arguably been one of the best I've ever seen. Sergio would be right. He's my centre forward. Oh, that's okay. Aguero's my centre forward. Because he's playing unbelievable football and he's the best player at the moment, I think, 
and the, the, the threat, Sadio Mane yeah. would be in my team in one of the wide areas. Is he more valuable than Salah this season so far for you? <laughs> yes, he is. I think he has. I think his performances have shown us that. Salah's been a little off colour by his huge standards and Sadio Mane has stepped up to the plate and and he's been I think he's been sensational and I'm going to go with Raheem Sterling on yeah. the other side and that will get a lot of stick people will say and, and I feel for Roberto Firmino because yeah. there's a lot of Liverpool fans will tell you that he, they think he's their most important player and I get that but in the team I want to play I want a centre forward I want somebody in there he plays centre forward differently Firmino so you've got Paul Moe on the bench. Who? Mohamed Salah. Salah's on the bench, <laughs> along with Firmino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Gabriel Jesus, who's, who's scoring as well this season. Well, wow. Bernardo Silva, who, who was arguably City's Player of the Year last yeah. year, can't even get near it either. <laughs> well, that's some team, isn't it? That's not too bad. That's Very not good. too shabby. Yeah, that's pretty that'll good. Cause a, that'll cause a stir. <laughs> Don't put it on social media. Oh, no, I'll, yeah. I'll start getting abused. Well, well, you're not on it, Andy. It'll, that's right. It'll just be me who gets just the me. abuse. I know. I, you can tell me what they say. <laughs> Just quickly end with some quick fire predictions because some massive games coming up this weekend. Mm. I was so distracted by Liverpool City, but there's huge games across Europe. We'll start with that one, Liverpool City. I always think these big games that very rarely does the away team win it. Very mm. rarely. Um, and I think that might be the case at the weekend. I could see this being a draw. Um, I don't think City will win it. And I worry about them at the back coping with Liverpool um, but they're both it's too big a game for City to lose I think um, but I don't know if they can win it so I'm going to go for a draw on that alright Bayern Dortmund oh. Dortmund I think sixth at the moment aren't yeah. unless they moved up after the Dortmund week Dortmund had uh, well they had a, a decent midweek they came flying back in the, the mm. Champions League when they were losing 2-0 yeah. so they had a brilliant recovery so that, they'll, be, they'll be playing they'll be confident Bayern Munich need a response from that shambles at Frankfurt last weekend when they got thumped uh, it's in Munich mm. new coach they'll have to respond Munich win alright Juve Milan Juve win and Marseille Lyon I'm going to go for Lyon to win away there oh alright yeah. just to mix it up a yeah, bit yeah just to mix it up a bit alright very good <laughs> very good Ant. cheers done